Welcome to another live episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, a guide podcast. I hope you are having an amazing morning or afternoon or evening, no matter where you're tuning in from. And in fact, let us know where you're viewing and watching the episode from today. Please comment and we'll show you some love as we go on throughout the episode. I am just sitting here in my lovely bedroom in Oakland, California. It's so exciting to be back home in Oakland. It's so beautiful out here. The sun is shining. The trees are green. It's really peaceful, you know, even though in spite of all of the things that are going on in the world. With that said, I'm excited to talk a little bit about marketing, leadership, and entrepreneurship with a really amazing guest today, Cameron Tendler, who is a serial entrepreneur who began his career working at McDonald's at the age of 15 and eventually worked at several different companies and network marketing businesses until the age of 21, when he started his own personal training company, a competitive sports and fitness market of Los Angeles, San Fernando Valley. And after the successful run of that business, Tendler moved to Las Vegas and started his own photography company in 2014. So he's tuning in and watching this episode, and he's going to be having this conversation with me from Las Vegas. He eventually, from that point, went to co-found Player Oasis Media with his business partner and one of our great friends, Sean Copeland, in the summer of 2019. While developing PO Media, Tendler has recently started his own business and consulting company focused on strategy and operations, branding and IT, and currently while growing PO, uh, which is Player Oasis Media, and Tendler Strategies is his personal business that's still in its infancy stage. What he's lo- what he's doing right now is also looking at starting his own lifestyle and apparel line, along with his own business advisory board, which is huge. We're going to probably dive deep on that and nonprofit and ad agency. So as you can tell, Cameron is a guy that has a lot going on, and we're going to discuss a little bit about it, his entrepreneurial hustle, his background, and really what led him to doing the work that he does now. Cameron, what's up, buddy? Tim, how's it going, man? <laughs> it's going good. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Excited to be on today. Oh, uh, dude, thank, thank you, you so for much. finding the time. So you're tuning in from Las Vegas, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's been going on in your world? I mean, there's a lot that's been going on in the world. It's been crazy, man. How have you been it's, feeling about it? It's absolutely been nuts. I mean, everything's been shut down, but Las Vegas is, is coming back. Uh, we're in our phase three of reopening, and Pretty much the whole city has reopened uh, for mm. the most part besides nightclubs um, and that such. But everything else is open. It's, it's getting back to some kind of normalcy, which whatever that may be, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been living in Las Vegas? Uh, I've been here six years now. Six years, man. So what yeah. brought you to Las Vegas? Was it business? Uh, partially business, family. Yeah. Uh, my father had been living out here for several years before I moved out. And uh, I mean, Los Angeles, it, it's a great city. I was born and raised there. I love it. Always have love for it. But uh, it was just it's expensive to live there unless you're in yeah. the movie or TV industry. I just I saw no point in living there. And I was working with a company and that was going good. And then that kind of went down. And uh, my dad said, why don't you move out to Vegas, start anew and jumped on the opportunity. Wow, that's amazing. Dude, I would, I would love for you to share with us, you know, because you've always had this very entrepreneurial streak throughout your career. You know, when did you start falling in love with, I just guess, building businesses that you believe that you believe in? I want to say my whole life. Um, I have ADHD. And I don't blame ADHD, but I, I, that's partially why I just 
I don't like taking, you know, answers from people and answering to someone. I'd rather work for myself. And I've always, always kind of been that way since I was young. Uh, I mean, I started a job at 15, started working and I worked for a couple of different companies and I realized, you know, I just, I don't like answering to anyone. So, you know, I went into network marketing at that time, learned some of the leadership skills and, and such, and then started building my own businesses in the training field. Uh, and then when I moved out to Vegas, you know, worked for a company and then started my own photography company and so on and so forth. So tell me a little bit more about when you were working in network marketing, because a lot of people are pretty <laughs> reluctant to start working in network marketing, right? Because of the, the facade that it's, sure. you know, it's, it's kind of crooked and, you know, it's, a, they don't, it's, it's hard too, right? Cause you have it, to, you have to really put yourself out there. You have to use a lot of social selling. So what are some of the leadership skills that you learned when you were working in network marketing? Well, I mean, about, it's just personal development is huge. Um, you know, network marketing, it's you're purely working for yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, there is there is ones that are, you know, pyramid schemes and scams and such. Um, but they're also le legit businesses. But I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, you've got to work. It is they you know, the ones that are real are sales companies. You've got to sell. And if yeah. you're not going to do it, if you're not going to go out and sell and build a team, I mean, you know, they, they say recruit, but you're building a team. And at the end of the day, that's the same thing as building a business. You're, you've got to, you can't do it by yourself. You've got to you build can. a team. You can't do it by yourself. You want to succeed. You, you've got to, you know, get teammates and people align with the right people, support team um, to help you grow and you help them grow. And, uh, you know, so leadership skills, just, you know, having the right mindset and being positive and being willing to go out there every day and push yourself to success and, and knowing your why. And it's, it's the same thing as when you build a business. Um, you've got to know why you're doing what you're doing. And if you don't know, you're not going to succeed, whether it's mm. in network marketing or your own brand or your own company uh, that you want to you know lead to success. Yeah. No, that's really powerful. So for you, man, when you were in network marketing, you know, was there a moment where you realized, oh, my God, I need to build my own thing after this? Uh, the, the first day, I mean, the first, business, um, the first company I worked for was Herbalife, which, um, I have nothing, I have nothing bad to say. And I wouldn't say anything bad. It taught me a lot and I learned a lot. Um, but of course I went on from there and I, I did some other ones and I've never been uh, someone to say no to any opportunity, yeah. um, unless it's just absolutely illegit, you know, yeah. <laughs> or illegal or anything like that. But any opportunity that comes my way, uh, if, if I believe I can make it work, I, I will do it because, you know, you're only going to learn something for it. Even if even if you don't necessarily succeed with it, you're going to learn something from it and you'll find out better who you are as a person and how to do better the next time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I use those as kind of stepping stones to building my own businesses, because, you know, when you're starting your own business, you've got to you still got to pay to start your own business. And a lot of people jump at those. and Oh, I've got to pay to start this. And you've yeah. got to pay to start your own business. It costs a lot of money to start a business, you know, from the, the business licenses, the, the uh, LLC fees or corporation fees, anything like that, into if you're getting, you know, marketing companies to work with you, anything like that. And a lot of those already have those done. So it's, it's kind of nice, you know, mm -hmm. even if it is, you know, seven, eight hundred bucks to get into the company and, you know, have some products or whatever. That's still a fraction of what it's going to be to start your own company, your own business um and going from there so you know just finding something you're passionate about and learning from it and yeah. taking it to you know eventually start your own thing if, if that's where you want to go yeah and i think what's so powerful about what you're saying too cameron is the fact that people and especially you know for us with guide we're, we're building a software business and that's even more even harder because software takes time 
to accrue mm-hmm. value and make sure you have the platform development right. And what I love about you is, is what you're saying is the resiliency that is necessary mm-hmm. to building a business. Because on day one, the business won't be profitable. It's going to take time. You're going to have to go through all of these loopholes, especially in the U.S., of applying mm-hmm. for the business, waiting for the certification, finding the right business partners potentially. You know, mm-hmm. understand okay, what what's the gap going to fill? There's all these things that you have to do, but you have to take it one day at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at something, and I've seen a lot. I know a lot of people have seen it, but Coca-Cola, their first year, they only sold 25 bottles. Oh, <laughs> really? Year, yeah, 25 <laughs> bottles. They, wow. are, they are not, they're one of, if not the biggest brand in the world. And the, the first biggest year, brand in the world. The biggest brand. And, and have been for like a hundred years now. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, when, you know, people jump into something um, and they're worried they're not going to do well, you've just, you've got to be consistent with it every day, uh, yeah. nonstop and, you know, whatever it takes to reach success. Otherwise you're not really wanting it. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true, man. It's so true. So I want to ask you, you know, why do you think risk taking is so important when it comes to entrepreneurship? It's like gambling. You you want to you want to win. You've got to take a gamble. And that's what business is. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, every day you go out there and you're, you're gambling uh, your livelihood and, and you're focusing on it. And uh, I mean, it's just it's imperative to, to take that risk. And uh, if you don't want to take that risk, then go find a job and, and work for someone else. But that's not what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I love your mindset, Cameron. You know, I, when you think about legacy, how important is legacy in the work that you do? Because I think, you know, I've talked to a lot of business owners and I think, you know, one reason, yeah, you want to have a sustainable, profitable business. But a mm-hmm. lot of the people that I talk to who are in business, they do it for more than just the cash flow. They do it because they love the magnitude and impact, right? And it's a part mm-hmm. of their legacy. So I would love for you to speak a little bit as someone that's building your own business and you have other businesses too that you're working. <laughs> How does your business kind of your entrepreneur entrepreneurial hustle tie back to your legacy, man? Well, you know, legacy it, it's it's leaving a mark on the world. That's that's how I kind of see it. You want you want to leave. You know, we're here for such a short time, um, and to leave a legacy, you know, have your friends and family remember you for positively impacting society that's that's how i want to be remembered uh when i go in, in the short time i'm here and i think that's what you know most people that's why they get into business yeah for at least for the right reasons um you know when when you're gone people talk about you they go you know yeah tim was an awesome guy he did this he created this cameron was a great guy he created these businesses create all these jobs for people and the companies are still going um and they're you know employing hundreds of thousands of people every day every year uh, and helping support families. And that's what, you know, uh, it is. And when you help other people, you're going to get what you want anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, is that, and, you know, Hanin is saying that this is the abundance mindset that will serve mm-hmm. you well in network marketing. There is enough for everyone. And Cameron, this is something that we've talked about before. And I know you're a big mm-hmm. believer in, and like, you know, the, the pie grows when you involve more people oh, yeah. and more people can, you know, find value from it. What are your thoughts on this, man? I mean, you know, just like what I said, you know, you're helping other people and you're going to get what you want. There's plenty to go around. Um, you know, every day there's new businesses that are doing the same thing as other businesses. And they're <laughs> wanting to succeed too. Everybody is different. So, yeah. you know, just because just because business A came up doesn't mean everybody and their mother is going to go and do business with business A. You know, half of them might not like them. So business B pops up, does yeah. the same thing, just makes a little some tweaks here and there. The rest of them are going to them and business C and, you know, there's plenty to go around. There's uh, I don't even know the exact amount, but, uh, you know, the amount of people in the world. It's like uh, three, 
3 billion or, you know, somewhere up in that area yeah. is a lot of, there's a lot of humans, a lot of lives in this world that <laughs> you don't have to be worried about, Oh, you know, this is oversaturated. There's a lot yeah. of people doing this, get out there, do it, put, put your twist on it, put your spin on it, find out what they're doing, what they're doing good, what they're doing not so good. And, you know, perfect on it, perfect on those flaws and you'll get plenty of customers. You'll be doing just fine. And, and you'll be able to help all those people for whatever your goal is and you'll get everything that you want. Cameron, I love that you say that, you know, there's very few in business winner take all markets and even mm -hmm. in cloud software and, mm -hmm. you know, cloud collab in collaboration software, there's, there's Slack and then there's many other Slack duplicates mm -hmm. who are succeeding in their business. And Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I meet a lot of young business owners. I meet a lot of entrepreneurs who pitch me and often I, I some of them are more optimized around the competition versus mm -hmm. just creating value for their customers. Yep. It's, it's key. I mean, yeah, I mean, you want to know who's out there. You want to know, you know, who your competitors are, what they're doing, you know, where they're pricing their their products are. But you know, then do they focus on what you're doing? Because that's mm. that's key. If you get too caught up in, in other people's, you know, products and services and and what they're doing, you're not going to be focusing on yours, and there's going to be issues with it. Um, so be mindful of what's going on uh, with other people that are doing what you're trying to do. But you know, focus on what you're doing and make it the best that you can, and and just you know, have the goal of, of helping whoever it is that you're, you're targeting over delivering um, for your customers. Absolutely. Over deliver, that. over promise, over deliver. I love it, man. So let me ask, you know, what do you think are the skills that are necessary for highly effective leaders who are building a business? Listening. Mm. I definitely think listening is huge. Um, you know, just like what we're doing right here, we're each listening to what's going on and, yeah. uh, you know, responding back to what we think. But a lot of people, you know, talk more than they listen. I'm guilty of it. I'm still working on it every day, being better at listening. You know, the ADHD kicks in and I want to jump in and say what I want to say. But I got to be like, yo, wait, let, let the person talk and, uh, you know, you'll get your chance. Um, you know, showing versus doing, I think, is huge. Uh, you know, when, when you get a new team member or, or you know, employee, anything like that, uh, I've seen I've worked in companies where. Uh, you know, the manager or whoever will just do what they're trying to show me how to do instead of, you know, really showing me and having me do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when you're building a team, you, whatever you're trying to teach, show them how to do it. Not Don't just do it for them because that's not, mm -hmm. you're not going to build a good team like that. Um, always be open to suggestions and criticism. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people don't take constructive criticism well. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think we all need to work on that. And, you know, just because someone's telling you, you know, hey, you're not doing this right or the, don't don't get a mad or offended by it. You know, take it to heart, work on it, get better at it. And then, you know, next time around, they go, oh, you know, you got better at this or you did this better. or You just know you got better at it. Um, and then, like I said before, you know, you got to build a team. It, it takes a village to to build a company to, to do anything. You can't do anything on your own. You can you can get pretty far on your own, but you're going to get farther when you have people, a good support system, team members that are willing to help you to go that extra mile or 10 miles or, you know, the distance go all the way. You're not mm. going to be able to do it on your own. Um, and always being supportive and optimistic uh, of, of, you know, whatever anyone is talking about. So if your team members are telling you something, and even if you don't think it might not be the greatest idea, you know, support it, be optimistic about it. Um, see if it may work. You might be surprised. It might just, you know, come out better than you thought just by being optimistic and supporting their ideas. Another thing I've learned is, you know, not knowing not to cross the line 
uh, between friend and employee. You mm. know, when you're building a business um, and like, you know, what you guys are doing, what, what I'm doing right now, you bring new people in and you want to become buddy buddies with them. And, you know, that's fine and great. And, you know, fine, maybe one or two. But when you start really growing, don't make everyone your friend. You know, mm. you've got to know where that line is that, you know, where your friends are and who your team members are because later down the road if something happens and you've got to lay them off or lay your whole company or whatever happens god forbid the worst that's never going to be an easy conversation if they're your friend you know it's it's a lot harder um and then lastly just being a caring and decent person remembering that we're all humans and we all have families and lives and um you know just doing the right thing and and caring i think is, is huge and we don't do enough of that just like what's going on right now um, you know, we're all banding together, which is great, but yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it's, there's a lot of unification happening right now in mm-hmm. the world, but I love yep. what you said, you know, in terms of you as a highly effective leader, you need to be able to differentiate between the friend employee relationship, especially long term. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we've learned, you know, just cause we're, at, we're still young as a startup at guide, but one mm-hmm. of the things that we've really learned and watching all of the layoffs happening with companies like Airbnb, Uber, is that, you mm-hmm. know, you never want to be too big. <laughs> right, you, I mean, nope. there are, you can have a successful business that's sustainable where you make sure that every employee that's within your, your, your organization is accounted for and they mm-hmm. are fulfilling a role. And you never want to go through a situation where you're laying thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. off, you know, and that's because you overcompensated for yep. your growth and your margins and all of that. And I think that's one thing that any business owner needs to be mindful of because you never mm-hmm. want to have, you know, those type of conversations with your within your culture, within your mm-hmm. community that you're building. And, you know, we've been just having a watchful eye on that. It's like, you know, if you're building an organization, especially in the early days, be very intentional mm-hmm. throughout, I think. And, you know, you see a, you see a lack thereof of intentionality in a mm-hmm. lot of big organizations sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's true. I mean, you know, when going to say that, you know, like w- with, with WeWork, your former, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they had to do that in a way, you know, yeah. it, it really, it bites, you know, uh, you, when you're building a company, CEO, founder, anything like that, that's, uh, you know, the, they become your family. And when you yeah. have to tell them, we can't, we can't help you keep going, you know, we can't pay you anymore. We can't do this. It's all falling apart. That's just, uh, that would sadden me inside. Uh, but it happens every day. You know, the average, the average small business uh, doesn't last more than 10 years. And if they do, that's, that's awesome. You know, that's, it's usually the lifeline of, of an average one. And if they go longer, that's great. They have, they have good culture. They have a good product, uh, good, good support system, all that. They have good, good leadership. Good leadership. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And uh, putting that together is key. Yeah. I love that, man. So let me ask you, cause I have, this is one of the, you know, you and I, we both love media you know, mm-hmm. guy, we're by default an e-learning media company because yep. there's courses on our platform. I want to ask mm-hmm. you, because there's a lot going on in media right now, and, you know, and for us, you know, we're riding this wave of bite-sized educational content. Mm-hmm. You know, what about, what do you see, you know, happening in the media space? How do you see media and marketing changing post-COVID-19? How should brands start <sighs> engaging with their customers? You know, marketing for sure. Media will change a little bit, but it'll go back. Um, you know, as far as, uh, film, TV, entertainment, all that, it'll go back to some sense of normalcy, but I definitely think marketing, um, is huge. There'll definitely be a, you know, a big shift in how we interact, uh, and receive, you know, marketing and media indeed. Um, you know, there'll be some market alteration, increased consumption, 
uh, demand for creative and more aggressive marketing practices, mm. which I think, you know, is huge. And you really need to get in front of your, your clients. And one thing I actually just read on an article I was reading one way you can impact that, uh, marketing is just, you know, when you're Amazon or any company that ships a product, the box that you receive it in is, is going to take it a step further, you know? Mm. So you need to go and personalize even more so for the, for the, the clients today, the customers, um, you know, when I get you know, when you get a package, that box, if it's cruddy and beat up and, you know, obviously some of that you can't help just depending on how it's shipped. But, you know, I've seen some where they come in a very cool box. You're like, whoa, this is, this is awesome. So that'll also help keep clients and customers because you're personalizing it even more. You're going, you're taking that extra step and uh, spending the extra money even on the box. Yeah. Um, you know, we, you need to utilize more marketing creativity when prom yeah, promoting partners and services um, because it's, it's just going to go a lot farther. Yeah. Um, yeah and uh, you know, sticking to strong integrity also is key mm, you know, as, a brand. The, as a brand. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, you know, back into the product. Cause you know, I've gotten stuff where you, you think it's one thing, you think it's going to do something and then you get it and it doesn't do that. So <laughs> And it happens all the time. Didn't meet expectations. <laughs> Didn't meet, did not meet expectations. And, you know, when you get that and it does what it's going to do, uh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. I love that. Yeah. So if you're tuning in and listening right now, show us some love. You know, what are you learning? What are your thoughts? You know, Kimberly's saying we need to have these conversations that we're having right now. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Kimberly. Thank you so much, yep. Kim. And Nina's saying, as a professional listener, she's a therapist. Hey, Anine, you know, she can't stress the importance of that. And the key is to be present and be mm -hmm. an active listener. What are your thoughts on this, Cameron? I mean, going back to what I said earlier, you know, listening, active, li you know, active listening, actually listening to what your your employees, team members are saying, what your clients and customers are saying, um, what your vendors are saying, and you, what they're telling you. You need to take that and work with it and put it into, you know, if it's something, you know, do this better, do that, you know, get the feedback and. Sure put it out there and make it happen if need be. Um, you know, too many people, I think, kind of push off what people say and, you know, oh, you guys should do this. And they're like, okay, you know, yada, yada. And they don't actually put that into action where that could possibly help your business grow tenfold, but people are closed-minded and think they know the right way to do things and, uh, you know, how to make things happen. And that's not always the case. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to operate in synergy with your customers. You know, that's what yes. I always advocate product people to do. It's like you, you know, one of one of my laws of continuous delivery when it comes to product management is that you want to under promise and continuously deliver. Mm -hmm. right? You have to continuously deliver in cadence with what the customer demand is. Mm -hmm. But you have to do a lot of listening, like you said, in order to be able to effectively do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, one thing I'm trying to trying to get better with or, you know, I've learned and just like you said, under promise, you know, deliver correctly or over deliver. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get into over promising and over delivering. <laughs> so, you know, that's even better when you can you can make that above and beyond promise and actually hit it and make it happen. Obviously, if you're not sure, you know, then yes, under promise and then over deliver is always good too. Um, but when you can put it out there that, you know, I can achieve, we can make this happen way up here and, you know, unbelievable and when you actually do hit that, people's minds just explode. They're like, that's awesome, sweet. You've got a client for life. Yeah, you know, and that's never changing. That's so true. So I want to ask you, brother. You know, as we cap things off, what are your three biggest 
recommendations or takeaways for entrepreneurs who want to build a successful business? First off, uh, find a problem or, you know, figure out what your passion is, Hmm. um, whatever that may be. Um, Develop a strategy for success, you know, build a plan, figure out, you know, where you're starting, what what the problem is and figure out what the goal is, you know, the solution and how you're going to get there and, and develop that whole plan. Uh, you know, if, if you don't build a plan, you're not going to succeed. So, wow. you know, and then lastly, execute that every day, whatever that plan is, make it happen day in, day out. Consistency is key. Um, you know, if you're, if you're skipping days here and there, it's, you're just not going to go as far as making it happen every day and sh- putting it out there and showing people that you're making it happen every day. People will be more trusting, uh, and you know, want to be a part of whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. So find your passion and make it happen. Make it happen. Find your passion. <laughs> make it, make happen. it happen. You gotta have a lot of hustle. You do. That's, that's what it is. Key hustle. Yeah. Grind every day. So talk to me a little bit about you know where people can you know find you more about Cameron and what you're working on, brother, as well as your business. <laughs> um, easiest way. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, LinkedIn, all those at Cam Tendler, C A M T N D L E R. Um, I'm always putting stuff on there. Uh, and yeah, that was, that's pretty much the easiest way to find me. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Also, some big things that you have coming down the pike, man. I know, you know, you, you all at play, play Oasis have made some pivots due to COVID and yeah, yeah. business. So what are some things that you're, that's coming out soon? So we're working on a lot. Uh, you know, we're still not straying away from what we were originally developing as far as developing live and digital experiences events. Um, we're shifting some of the actual products that we were developing uh, to fit more in line with what's going on today and just what's going to succeed overall uh, more so than maybe what we had put out before. Um, so we have some things that we're going to be launching next year that will be coming out. So we'll be sending out more information later this year. Uh, about some events, both online, offline, and our digital media platform that we were developing. Uh, myself, like you said, you know, I have a lot in the works. The the business consulting advisory board. I'm trying to put that together, help entrepreneurs uh, connect and and grow their businesses. Um, looking at developing a nonprofit to help entrepreneurs and businesses uh, during pandemics and catastrophes. Yeah. Uh, so you know, during this whole pandemic, during Corona, there's been so many companies that have gone out of business and you know, all it could have been was, you know, maybe a couple hundred, but a couple thousand bucks would have kept them in business. Um, you know, it was a business, a restaurant right down the street from my house that went out of business because and it was a really good restaurant, but they just didn't have the money to stay afloat for the, the few months um, wow. during all this. So they had to, they had to sell the space, sell their business. And, you know, that's a family that's, that's lives that now you either got to go find a job now or rethink what you're doing. And that's so much time that's been put out where, you know, just a little bit would have helped them and maybe, you know, from the government and, didn't didn't work and all that so um you know that and and quite a few other things we're working on so always always creating always working always hustling always collaborating man always Always collaborating i love that about you man camera man it's truly been an honor having you on the show we need to have you on for future episodes yeah absolutely tim it's 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 been an honor being on the show so thank you so much for inviting me it's been awesome oh man thank you so much man if you love this episode please share it out cameron it's been an honor man talk to you soon brother tim peace (laughs) peace brother (laughs) with that said if you loved this episode of unleashing the future of work make sure you share it out with friends on linkedin on youtube or wherever you're tuning in from 
Also, if you're interested in being on a future episode as a guest or a sponsor, please check out utfow.com, utfow.com, and you can apply to be a guest on the show or sponsor the show. In addition to that, Guide is launching our beta release in a few weeks, and we're really excited to really get into the hands of amazing creators who want to create edutainment-based content that inspires and actually moves people and helps them gain skills that they didn't even know that they had. So check out guideapp.co to learn more about our beta release program. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in. Truly appreciate you. And I wish you in this fine, lovely day, peace, love, and abundance. Talk to you soon.